let's we... talk about obesity. So, Alex, let's talk about the fake news about obesity. <laughs> Extreme panic. Extreme panic. The tables have been turned. Hey, welcome to the Couch on File podcast, where Alex never tells me when he fucking hits the record button. That was angry. I know. I'm sorry. I love you. I love cold open so much. I just, sometimes I just, it's, you know what it feels like when you do a cold open? It feels like I'm in a chair and my balls are just hanging at the bottom of the chair and you're taking a rope. Remember remember that movie? You know? Called James Bond when he started to hit his ball. Like, do it harder. I might like it. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, obesity. Yes, I want to talk about this because I'm fucking obese. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm pretty big. Are you? I've been big my whole life, though. You, I mean, you seriously? Uh, like, BMI is a weird scale, so I can never place anybody. Like, Joe Rogan's I, morbidly obese, according to BMI, which is nonsense. Well, you know, they cha- I think they're changing, or they did change. I think the last time I was at the doctor's office, they said they raised up, like, the average... Like by like five pounds or something, or like I don't I don't know. What a weak shit is that? I don't like, know. Cause don't get me wrong. They're subjectively healthy and unhealthy, and it's super clear uh, whether or not you're the unhealthy, uh, awful BMI or the super healthy, awful BMI. <laughs> so, well, what it what is like what is healthy though? Because like okay, so when I was young. If anybody that's listening to this knows me, elementary school, middle school, I mean, I have pictures I can show you. I've always been a bigger kid. I've always been a big kid. My mother is a big kid. My father, he's normal. But I, my family's just, there's just a bigger family. So I've always been a bigger kid. But I was active. I never, nothing ever held me back. I went hiking with my friends. I played dodgeball with my friends. I did so much stuff outside. So to me, I might have been bigger. I might have been taller than them. I might have had more. But, like, what would make me... Hot Trio's back. Say hi, everybody. Hey. Hi. He, he, he's been waiting forever for use uh, guys to go live. <laughs> I just don't understand, though, like, what is considered... Like, can fat people or obesity people, according to the, you know, the medical industry, can they still be healthy, though? It is possible, yeah. Uh, like, there, there are certain specific indicators that you have to keep an extra careful eye on. Uh, but if you're within, uh, like, if you're keeping those in check, then you're good to go, and you could just be a bigger person your whole life, and it's fine. Like your your genetics are accustomed to that. Uh, that was a strange noise. Came from my phone. Excuse my language. <laughs> We've offended. Oh no. <laughs> Safe space in the chat room. It's just to me it's just it's just weird cuz like um now living in the south, uh there is a lot more bigger people in the south. Um they all joke around and say, "Oh, well there's a whole bunch of fried food down there more than there is." Uh that's just that's just and you know. fr- fried isn't uh, the healthiest mechanism of delivery, and I, I think uh, looking at the average uh, citizen of the South kind of shows that. Oh, really? <laughs> They're um, a little huskier than they are up north. 
Well, yeah. I mean, understandable. I mean, you know, the food down here is amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. food up north is amazing. But my whole thing is growing up as a big guy. Um, two things. I was never really always. I think I started getting big around eight or nine. Um, I have pictures of me younger than that. Where, a normal we've, child, I guess. We've got a Marco. Hello. What's up, Marco? Uh, so Come here. Come here, right here. Say hi. You're on camera. Hi. Marco is now live on the show. Close. Cylinder said, uh, ooh, electric. Smart. But, uh, oh, we're all gonna die. <laughs> Watching She-Ra still? Yep. Yeah. She's really funny. <laughs> I'm glad. Come here. Come here. I want to get the pink hair and the big skin off my hair really well. I mean, kids I don't say know the any of the characters. Oh, this is super fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll come out and check it out here in a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I love, you know, this is whole game. You know, there's... Marco, out of here. Thank you. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hey, Dad, I was watching this thing on TV, and this guy started murdering somebody else. Is that okay? <laughs> I was super concerned what that was going to be there for a minute. I was yeah. like, what did he stumble onto on Netflix? <laughs> oh, man. He's still watching um, she He's good to go. <laughs> uh, was I once a soldier? I was actually uh, an American airman. Uh, yeah, it was Air Force. Um, I hated it. Obesity. So yeah. you started getting big around eight, nine, you were saying? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, part of the things for me, like, you know, I know you've always been extremely skinny. But for me, the re some of the reasons why I got fat was I moved around a lot before I moved to Harford County. Like, um, from the ages, from literally kindergarten all the way up to the end of third grade, I went to... 10 schools Jesus. like i had i had a I re so because i couldn't really make friends i just played you know with my own toys and things like that and i just ate and i just started getting hungry and started eating and just ate, ate. and then i when i and then i started going to school i just i didn't make friends right away and it's, it's just the depression thing it's all about depression so you know when you see a fat person yeah it's fun to make fun of them i make fun of them i'm fat i mean damn i'm like damn you know that's a big guy but deep down inside you know they might not have always been that way. They're not. I'm comfortable the way I am because over the years I just realized I'm I'm the fat guy, which is cool. I don't give a shit. I mean, I could probably still beat the shit out of a lot of people, so I don't really care. Um, but it's just one of those things where it like it is very depressing seeing someone, but they're more depressed than you think they are. I'm telling Nine you. Nine times out of ten. Yeah, and it's it is it is a big thing. And now when we get older, we're in our thirties now. And I understand it a lot better. But when you're young, you don't understand why, you know, when you're trying to get on a, a roller coaster and the thing doesn't go over, like, it's depressing. I went to Hershey Park once. I think I was in middle school and I couldn't, I couldn't get on the ride because I was too. Jesus Christ. So, better watch out. And then bullies. Luckily, I was the asshole and I picked on people. But if the bullies would have picked on me, I mean, it's probably, the, I mean, it's an easy target. And with everything going on in the world today, you better. As me, as parents now, 
I want to kill these bullies. But when I was younger, I didn't care. I was an asshole. Didn't care, but it's just funny how that turned. But obesity, yeah, it's just it's definitely it's the number one killer right now. I think. Well, besides guns, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> but... uh, yeah, no, obesity beats that uh, hand over fist. Like they're they're apples and oranges in comparison. And then, uh, oh, not to interrupt you, but like. I um I, I started I did, I have done diets throughout my life and I have posted it publicly for everyone to see, and people have asked me, oh, what kind of diet you're on? And I tell them, and then they start the diet and nothing happens. You have to understand everybody's different. Oh yeah, like but, we don't account for phenotypes in in nutrition at all. Like this is actually starting to bubble up into mainstream science. We don't know nutrition uh, at all. We have almost no understanding of it at all uh we've got good data that says uh uh vegan like pure absolutist vegan is the ideal health diet and then we've got data that says uh a hundred percent super strict carnivore is the ideal human diet uh and it's it's all over the board so everybody just kind of goes i'll kind of shoot for the middle uh and we ended up like not accounting for hardly anything uh we're, we're not accounting for phenotypes like your your body's shape and size inherently uh we're not accounting for uh like ethnic background because that's going to have an influence uh oh, yeah. or whether or not your parents went through the the depression and and sh or your grandparents struggled through the depression because that that's still having an effect on your body you know um yeah, I mean, every everybody with different backgrounds. I mean, I feel like I lost my damn train of thought. That's what I feel like. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I don't even. No, um, yeah, I mean, so I think the thing the thing that bugs me about this, and it's, you know, there's depression, and that sucks. Remember, there's a there's a line in a movie it's supposed to be a funny movie. It's Austin Powers too, I think by Shagney or something like that. Um, there's a line by this character named Fat Bastard. He says, I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat. It's it's a funny line, but it's so true. You you just don't understand. Like, people that are, you know, are probably getting fatter, they're probably like, hey, you know, like, this is good. I'm not as active anymore. My metabolism is low. That's fine. But sometimes you eat because you're unhappy. You, you always see those things like, oh, he broke up with me. Let's get a, a pint of ice cream. Let's go eat that. <laughs> You know, you see those things, and it's true. You eat because you're unhappy, and then when you get fat, you become more depressed. So why? So you know what that means? I'm going to eat again because now I'm depressed. Because when you're a baby and you're crying, what happens? They give you a bottle. Yeah, you know, they, they I, give I you mean, a bottle. That's not the only factor that goes well, into that. But, but yeah, it, like it's, it's it reward then. system. Yeah, no, I've I've never considered that. And I know that's not the only factor, but holy shit, that was because <laughs> that well, nuts. no, because when, when we have my daughter, right? They the nurses, doctors, they literally look at you and say, "Oh, give her whatever she wants, whatever she she wants to eat fifteen times a day, do it." And I'm like, "Why? Why?" And they're like, "Because she's a baby. You're supposed to just give in, just give whatever she wants." And yeah. I'm like, "Well, that's why. That's why there's something called the terrible twos and threes because you gave into her for the first two years. <laughs> now the rest of the years, she's going to be upset. But regardless of that, like, it's a comfort thing. 
when you're crying or when you're upset, they give you a bottle, and mm -hmm. you're kind of used to that. You kind of grow up like that. Like, how many times will you eat so much you want to take a nap afterwards? Because that's what you did when you were a kid. It's it's that's what you did. You were in a food coma, a baby coma. After you drink a whole bottle, you're like, ah, ah. yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah. The, the recent have... food comas occur now is actually insulin spikes in your blood yeah. sugars. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you know, it really doesn't help us as Amer at least Americans. Now, other countries make fun of us. I've been to other countries and they've made fun of the U.S. about their fast food, or not yeah, fast food. Period. It's just funny. So it's convenience. Right, you're driving down the road. Oh, you're hungry. Yeah. There's a McDonald's. I can just, I'll just get one little hamburger. Hamburger is two dollars. A salad from McDonald's is seven dollars. Yeah. You yeah. tell me what the fuck's wrong with that? Uh, <laughs> the logistics of transporting and keeping produce for long term. Meat just keeps longer. Well, I understand that it's frozen. Fucking, you can keep it for. They probably keep it for yeah. years. But it's still like. But it's like it, it all goes back to. We, we need more companies to buy locally and try to get it more fresh and help out. Like, if there is – all right, McDonald's is a chain, obviously, and I, I really doubt they're going to do this because their, their methods have been working so well. But if they really wanted to help us as Americans or really – at least a diet-wise, who cares about switching out um, – potato what is it um switching out french fries for apple chips for kids who gives a shit about that what you need to do is you really need to do if uh, there's five mcdonald's in this little area go to local markets and get shit they should do that they should have when, someone when was the last time you read an article on uh on mcdonald's i thought you were gonna say when's the last time you read an article period no. <laughs> i was like no um I've... so um, their the model last, stopped last... working for them and they're dying. Well, I know. Well, I know that they're struggling. I know that other countries are actually hurt or are doing better with McDonald's in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I know they're struggling. They got rid of the super size a long time ago, and they're they... trying to go for this healthier image thing. And that's that's not the problem. Uh, people want not shitty food. I think the trend of drive-throughs are slowly ending. If that makes sense, because I can still get out of my car, going to a Chipotle, get everything, or Subway, or or Jimmy John's, or something. Just get in and get out much faster sometimes than I can in a drive-through McDonald's, and it's uh, healthier for you. Yeah, by a long shot. And you see, like, these uh, these regional chains that haven't gone, like, hyper-international uh, yeah. will step up. And, like, they're filling the voids that these big national chains used to fill. People just don't want to go to Chili's. People don't want to go to Applebee's. They don't want to go to TGI Fridays or oh, McDonald's. I know that. But all, <laughs> all these uh, hyper-national and, and, and international goddamn companies they're, they're dying and people are literally voting with their feet going to places that are inherently smaller and and thus they must have like logically they must have a smaller distribution network meaning they're, get, they're getting their food somewhere kind of local yeah well like all right so we went to this place called burger Five. it's down here in the south i think there's one there's actually one in silver spring maryland but um, it's a it's kind of, it's just kind of like a Five Guys. I know a lot of people know what Five Guys. Mm -hmm. Kind of like just like a 
a hamburger place. A ha I know my video is probably messed up right now, but it's like it's more like a, a hamburger place. But that you walk in, they cater to other people, so they have a vegan burger. They have people that don't want they want low carb, no bread. It's okay. They'll give you a a um, lettuce bun. But the thing, the kicker is, people are using products that say grass fed. They're using products that are more. They are expensive. Their burgers are probably eight dollars, the same price of a salad, but from McDonald's. But they're it's a better choice. Yeah, like the the food is genuinely healthier in those places because of the smaller distribution network. Just means less travel time and the whole works. Like it's inherently fresher, uh, as well as it's it's prepared better. It's not prepared for mass production. It's it's prepared by meal, uh, and like the the little mom and pop pubs that do dinner and stuff are are killing right now on the, oh, yeah. on the same grounds like everybody's doing better because we're being more local and and uh, a lot more critical like these corporate overlords basically if you have power in congress uh people aren't going there anymore <laughs> well no uh, in so far as I, they can avoid it i mean right now what from what I see, the big trend that's really, uh, I mean, places like Panera Bread, and, but I'm going to name these places, and I, you can get healthier. if you, It depends on the diet that you're on. You can get healthier meals at, but these places are still hurting the obesity people just as much as the fast food places. Like, I, I don't get me wrong. I love Panera Bread, and I love places that sell soup and, you know, salads, and I I love Chipotle. Chipotle, I can get a bowl with no rice and no carbs at all and still feel fulfilled because I have so much protein and so much vegetables. But you're still indulging yourself in portion sizes have always been the same size, but you're still getting like, <laughs> like, you know. Because more bang for your buck. Like it's, and, it's a smarter economic decision. Yeah. It's well, not necessarily still... better for your health, though, because it's yeah. super high density. Still, like, someone, this, uh, was it, um, went out to dinner, like, oh, you want to get the, the fried green tomato? It's much better, because it's better for you. It's a green tomato. Well, didn't you just say fried green tomato? <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. the fried part be cholesterol? <laughs> Wouldn't that fucking shit just, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I, it... I mean, like, it's, it, businesses, I mean, it, Unfortunately, obesity will always be a problem. Um, and I, America's not number one anymore in obesity. That well, actually belongs that. to Mexico now. Uh, they have a higher obesity rate than we do per capita. Build a wall. Build a Oof, da. <laughs> Jesus. I, I told you in one of these podcasts <laughs> we were going to talk about something. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you're breaking up. Do, 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 do. You're breaking I wish up. I, had like a, I wish I had like a, a button to hit and make people like, yay. Clap. A laugh track. Dude, I need a sound mixer. That's what I need. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, so, so people say to me all the time, you know, it's not hard. I understand that. It's not hard to be mobile, especially now since we're playing video games inside or doing a lot of things. And the older you get, yes, your metabolism kind of slows down. Your body slows down. Everything slows down. You're getting older. Your car, eventually your car, you know, becomes the way it is. But 
I still feel like people, you can be big. I'm always going to be in the 200s. Um, I, I promise I won't get back to 300. I was at 310 pounds. I, mm. I will always be in the two, three, the 200s, the mid 200s. But it's okay because I'm active. And, you know, when I went, last time I went to the doctor, from where I was to now, leaps and bounds. He's like, your cholesterol's down, your blood sugar's down. Your um your heart rate's normal. Everything's good. I was like, well, I'm still fucking fat. He's like, oh yeah. I mean, lose some weight. That's fine. <laughs> but he's yeah, still and, saying that. And that's the best advice he can give, because yeah. all, all of your biometrics are within range. At that point, you're just a healthy big guy. No. So. Or, well, a mostly healthy big guy. Yeah, yeah your health issues notwithstanding. I still have problems, and I, you know, the, I think. With age, everybody has some kind of health problems. I'm sure, you know, you have problems with your back sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, every once in a so, while, uh, one of my lower discs will just like, hey, okay, yeah. bye, and slip right the fuck out of the column. Yeah, and I and I bet you, and it's it's crazy to me because um, people that are your size, now I don't know if you've ever, if people that are listening that don't know who what size Alex is, Alex is a twig, I'm going to say it right now. Um, <laughs> compared to me, he's a twig. Yes, <laughs> but he's he's more of an average size. If you if you look in the book, the medical book, he would be an average size. Um, yeah, in the nineteen fifties. Yeah, that that average. You remember Captain America before he became Captain? That's pretty. I'm dumb. not that <laughs> tiny. <laughs> no, I was. I'm the low end of the average. You're the big end of the average. Fuck off. Listen, listen, listen. I, I was trying to say you you're the Captain America. You didn't let me finish. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I did let you finish. Right it right <laughs> after you said before the transformation. Oh man. Um but no, so Alex <laughs> Alex is a normal th- but it's it the sad thing is there are people out there that are same size as Alex, so maybe a little bit bigger, maybe a little bit smaller. But they still feel like they're they're still the and there's they still won't eat there's problems out there there's anorexic there's people that stick their fingers down their throat because of other people and it's all about bullying even if it's not like i'm picking on you they can see a billboard saying this is what models should that's bullying whoever owns that billboard is bullying people so it's just one of those things that's what that's a bit of a jump well no i'm just it's a problem with obesity that's the- I, I can see how that feels like that but to outright declare it such is, is another thing i definitely agree it's gonna seem like that for a lot of people and that fucking blows like let, let's not uh, digress there uh, that sucks for those people with those problems uh, i really wish them well i do you know another reason why i kind of i got off a little tro- topic about that is because you know i just i just know both ends of the spectrum i've never been really really skinny anorexic but I can just only imagine. I know people that were, and they were so subconscious. They, they were so upset that you know, just a couple pounds would make them feel fatter. And I'm like, man, look at me. And it's so hard to judge them. But like I said, it's just their mindset. Yeah, they're coming from a different uh, center point, as it were, and they yeah. feel out of balance because they're they're not at what they consider their center point. You have a like, like weight and body size. You have a much bigger center point. That's all. You're just on a different position of the scale. And yeah, it's okay. I mean, like, it should be okay. Like, I've dealt with being, like, made fun of for how skinny I am uh, my entire life. Uh, I didn't 
get to like a nominally healthy weight. I was underweight per BMI uh, walking into boot camp. Uh, I was two pounds from an eating waiver where I could just sit there in the chow hall and eat everything I could. Uh, I didn't make that. I had to eat with everybody else and get the fuck out of there when I was told, like everybody fucking else. Uh, And I still managed to put on 20 pounds during boot camp. Which, it's weird because people actually lose weight in boot camp. Most people do because they're exercising for the first time in their lives. Uh, I was the opposite. Uh, thank God I was chow runner, man. Uh, basically, we run, we run down, uh, we announce the flight, and there's this big hoopla that we got to do, and then we come back up, we got our flight down, and we get everybody in, and then we're the last in line. Uh, as I was the last in line, I was always at an odd number of people, and a table wasn't sealed until all four people were sat down, and uh, once you sat down... The first person to get up, everybody has to get up. So the first guy has to pace himself accordingly for the last guy that sit down. Wow. And that was like a huge political deal in flight. Like there'd be soap parties and shit over that kind of shit. Um, You cut my food off today. And that's soap party. Um, So Um, like I was um, always um, at. Soap party? Can can you elaborate a little bit? Stuff soap into a, a sock wow. and and then wake them up with it impolitely. So, basic, so you're saying full metal jacket style? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was never that serious. That is a thing, though. <laughs> yeah, no, that did occur. <laughs> um, so uh, in a future episode, we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts in the U.S. military. There <laughs> <laughs> were a lot. Um, so... Uh, I was always at an unsealed table because I was the last one in line. And it's just yeah. how the math breaks down. So I was always sitting by myself, and another flight coming in couldn't fill in my table. Like, yeah. that was against the rules. Uh, so I'd have as much time as I wanted anyway, and I would just sit there and stuff my face <laughs> by happenstance. <laughs> and it was awesome. I managed to put on 20 pounds doing that. It felt oh, so man. good. See, like, it's a good mo- when I was when I was losing weight. It's a good motivate. It, it feels good to lose weight. But damn, Taco Bell. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, see, here's here's another thing about it's not even about obesity. It's just fast food in general. It's comfort food, like. Tell me when the last time you drove past a Chick-fil-A and the first thing you thought of was, kind of want Chick-fil-A. <laughs> just, even if you don't I get it. I actually don't have that problem. Uh, yeah, I was one of those know. people that boycotted them for so many fucking years what? because of their president's uh, oh. political stance. Uh, and I was like, I'm just, I don't feel good giving them my money, so I won't. Uh, like Christian, and, Christian, Christian, I love. It, yeah. I, I hate and, everything like, there is about any other religion or sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah to, to the exclusion of other people. And that's when I had an issue. Um, you can be fucking hyper-Christian and say, I'm not gay because God commands me not to be gay or whatever. Like, you, yeah. that's unhealthy. Please don't do that. But it's your prerogative. Uh, I, I'm not going to have any issue with you doing that to yourself. Uh, 
it's when you try start telling other people that's when I have issues. So I was like, ah, I'm not giving them my mama my money. So uh, my entire adult life, I like learned to just screen out Chick Fil A. Uh, and Ari and I just started going there again. We're like, fuck it. Do we want to break our stand? Yeah, let's break our stand. So we got Chick Fil A, and now it's like a like one Saturday a month we'll go get some Chick Fil A yeah. as a family. It's it's Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is a game killer for certain things. Um, so good. <laughs> <laughs> the the product and the service are just Dude, so good. Service service is outstanding compared to like <laughs> any other fast food place. I still feel like to this day that Taco Bell will outlast everybody else. There's a theory. It was from a movie called Demolition Man, where Burger King makes all the burger places, all the burger joints will eventually fade away because there's they're they're spending too much money battling each other or they're just they're just doing it wrong and the only really the only fast food place that stays alive is taco and then they turn them into restaurants five-star restaurants yes so called the bell (laughs) Uh, that would not surprise me and it it already started uh las vegas has a i think a three four-star restaurant called the bell and you can get married there yeah so, yeah, well, by by an officiant yeah. who works at that Taco Bell, yeah, specifically. I mean, yeah, that's, that's it. But what, one thing I forgot to uh, quick. I, I've been one of the things I I did actually write down. Dave, oh, um, oh, scripted. How One thing I did write down that I forgot to mention. I used to work. Uh, I used to, I used to be a well. I still technically I have that title. I'm a journeyman meat cutter, and one of the things I noticed about the amount of food that is wasted in this country, well, in this, well, probably more, more in this country than the world. In this country, um, for the for all the people that are starving, you could you. I, yeah. I worked at a grocery store at a journeyman meat cutter, and just the amount of produce, uh, bread. I think they threw the bakery threw away I think twelve hundred dollars a day worth of bread. Just threw it away. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just because by law we have to sell it by a certain date, just like meat. We cut meat. It comes in fresh. It stays back there for 15, well, between 10 to 15 days. Um, and honestly, with meat, the, the, the longer it's back there, the better it's aged and it tastes better. But after we cut it, we have four days shelf life, and then we throw it away. Technically, meat can last, I mean, because it's still in the cold. It's not in the room temperature. But well, it, it can, can still last go bad back there. Long. Go bad, but... I would, we would buy the meat after four days, mark it down. We marked down like two bucks. I'm talking about filet mignons, two mm-hmm. bucks. I would put it in my freezer. I still have turkey from a year and a half. Still good. Just in my freezer. Sure. Sure. It might be a little freezer burnt by now, but it's good to go. Oh, yeah. But it's going to hydrate it's still, it. it. It's still food. I'm just saying, like, the, the amount of waste. You go to restaurants. If you, people that go out to eat, I mean, eat like three-fourths of their meal but then throw the rest like it's just it's that place. drives me nuts uh like <coughs> the, the restaurants the, there is a contagion question there and yeah. that that's big dicks i'm not gonna fuck with that one but the grocery store stuff uh honest to god the amount of waste that comes out of any given grocery store at any time could supply every homeless shelter in the nation uh, oh, I know. we waste uh hundreds upon hundreds of tons of food a day uh based on that and we we really could feed the homeless with it 
Um, uh, I know the company that I work, the company I work for. If there was a bruise, bruise, just a little little blemish on a watermelon, you throw it away. Yeah, the whole thing. Apples, pears, uh, bananas starts getting spots. Throw them away. Ninety percent of produce that's harvested can't be sold in grocery stores because it's even a little ugly. That's why every apple looks exactly the same. That's why every pear looks exactly the same. And that's why they cost a lot more too, because they're just you know they're not they they want the best they, of the best. They can't capitalize <laughs> on half their supply, so they have to charge better rates to recoup that money. Uh, meanwhile, the so, ugly shit does sometimes get sold, and it's like usually to canning and shit like that. I would yeah definitely. But I mean, so it's I would enough. definitely. Say I would say buy from farmers market, hands down. One hundred percent. You are getting. It might not look great, but honestly, to me, the strawberries that are a little bit darker are probably the sweetest. I'm just telling yeah. you right now. Like, like, oh, this isn't as red. This is like maroon. Well, that's the best one. That's the good oh, this, one. This blueberry looks a little on the rough side. That's probably good. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted. I, that's the only thing I wrote down. I really. <laughs> the, oh oh so. man, we could have a whole episode devoted to food waste in the United States. It's it's so fucking ridiculous how much food we just chuck. But and it's crazy all that food we chuck and they're still obese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's a weird circle, weird, vicious uh, world. The citizens are getting enough food, uh, and being so close to the Great Depression where half of us were starving. Uh, to yeah. now where everything's in such great surplus that we do throw out hundreds of tons of food a day. Uh, like, that's going to have an impact on uh, mm -hmm. our metabolisms and our bodies literally in consequence of that. Because we're trying to store it all in case yes. it happens again. Ditto. Doot. Toe. Um... I wanted to say something to everyone that's listening. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it all the time. Um, just remember, we have decals, stickers, buttons for sale. And um, we do have Patreon. So if you would love to donate, if you love what we're doing, definitely support us. Because we love what we're doing. And we love it long time. Yeah, we love it long time. We can, we can be obese if you get us money. And <laughs> I'd prefer not to be obese, Rob. We have other I mean, bills. You could, listen, you could put on thirty pounds. You still good looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we would like to buy. We would like to buy video games and more things for. The oh. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to buy stuff for my kid. <laughs> that is true. We should buy stuff for our kids. So I don't mm -hmm. know. My child has too much shit. But um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone. Appreciate it. Um, we do have a fun episode coming up. Um, we had an episode, I'm not going to say, well, I'm not going to say much, but we had an episode planned for a long time, and then recent things have come to fruition on the internet, and now the episode's getting pushed, so this Monday we should be going live, and we'll have a fun, fun episode, you'll find out soon. Yeah! The suspense. It's going to be crazy. Alright, Rob, I'm not going to cold close you here, because I'm, I'm going to drop the spoiler hint. 
I can't tell if he broke up or hung up. Oh, 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 there he is. Tell me. Gotta catch them all. 